0: everybody and welcome back over the last two sessions we got to be introduced to our new friend Chuck and now we get to find out a little bit about what happened to him I do want to put out a quick reminder that we are having our six-month episode recorded sometime in the next week or two if you guys want to send in any questions you can hit the reddit account you could send into the without a net pod at gmail.com or really anywhere you see us posted just kind of hit us with a question about the show about the characters about really whatever you want. So our scene opens up on a red taillight of a motorcycle that is pulling down a dark alleyway away from a small street dock shop. As it transitions out of scene, we see that the red is now replaced by the red glow of a cherry off the cigarette of our good friend Annika. And uh, how is she doing?
1: She's looking a little worse for wear. She's been walking for a little while at this point. She's stopped at some little liquor store because she's got a pint, some cheap whiskey in her hand. It's half empty already just smoking and walking. I think she's found her way to uh, one of those concrete drainage for, like, storm drains and stuff. So she's standing in this sort of, like, shallow, gross little r- river. She's sort of leaning against the railing and having her cigarette, taking this way here and there. And finally, she reaches into her pocket and pulls out this little sort of thumb drive-looking thing, and she starts turning it over in her hand.
0: The words that you spoke a little while ago, the conversation that you had with Valerie, plays back over in your head. You guys were talking about your family, and she asked if you wanted her to dig up some information on them. If memory serves, you kind of declined at the moment, given as you guys were in the middle of doing some pretty in-depth criminal stuff. But she
1: couldn't help it. She she finally
0: said yes. Eventually, Valerie compiled a bunch of information, tossed it on this little drive, and left you to your own devices with it to see what you're going to do and to see how much you want to learn about the life that you left behind.
1: And she's held on to that thumb drive for a while through the entire trip back from Detroit. She hasn't looked at it. But now she's kind of in a moment of weakness, assisted, no doubt, by a half a pint of cheap whiskey. She sort of stands there for a little while, just turning it over and just thinking in her head about how it just doesn't feel right to have this, this thing in her hand, and that if she were a better person, she would just throw it over the railing and let those ghosts lie. But she pulls out her phone. And with a shaky hand, presses the phone drive to the screen and lets her phone read it.
0: So what you're going to see is a couple of pictures of your family. Not as if they were, like, hacking into your house to look at those camera pictures, but this is stuff that's public-facing, me-feed profile stuff, that kind of thing. Your kids look great. They look like, well, about 12-ish year old by our real-life standards as far as their, their height and stuff. Because, you know, works age a bit faster than us humans. They're doing okay in school. The boys a little bit of issues, but that is to be kind of expected. They're at that age. Your ex-husband now is working pretty heavily. He's actually gone and gotten a six-year-old Anthro Maid drone to help out around the house, and he's making payments on that. It's just they're struggling in the way that many people out there who have split parentage struggle. Only now it's just the dad. Some of the more private stuff that Valerie has dug up is the fact that he's been struggling a bit financially. The maid bot, as it were, is a good little investment to help him be able to work more to be able to afford said maid bot. And the rest of the stuff, since living ain't cheap and raising three kids on your own is kind of rough, not to mention the lawyer that he's got to pay for as part of the divorce, which I guess you did help with now that you no longer exist in the system. He doesn't Mm. need that lawyer anymore. Mm. What were your kids' names? Uh, there's two
1: boys, Dustin and Chase. She had a daughter named Lily. They're all the same age. They're triplets are born together, as orcs are wont to do.
0: You will see that it's mentioned somewhere in there that Lily has a boyfriend with a nice little human boy. looks 15. His name is James. Anything specific you want to know about your ex-family? I
1: don't... Um, I mean, that's... I don't know how much detail...
0: And perhaps more importantly, how deep is Annika going to go before she can really stand to read no more?
1: I don't think she's going to sit and read through everything that's available. I think she just wants to get kind of the gist of how everything is. She already feels pretty guilty just looking at this stuff. So she'll try to mitigate the guilt a little bit by uh, just sort of skimming, looking at the pictures, making sure nothing is super wrong.
0: Sure. You'll see a couple little clips. Of the boys playing baseball. And then. You'll see one of them is off to bat. Some other boy on the other team is going to throw a ball and more or less bean him, which then causes him to rush the pitcher's mound. And there's a 12 to 14 year old scuffle.
1: <laughs> I think Bob at that point would just sort of give like a tearful little chuckle.
0: There's a lot of surface level stuff like that. The big key points here are your ex husband is struggling financially. He has purchased some robotic assistance to help raise the kids for when he's not there. Your daughter is dating some human boy. And your two sons have gotten kicked off the baseball team for fighting. (laughs) And uh, if you were into child psychology, that might be the start of a little bit of a warning sign going forward that they might be starting to see some of those issues from being raised in a single parent environment.
1: And just being orcs in a human world. I don't think that she would see it that way. I think that she would just see it as sort of boys being boys. They can take care of themselves is sort of how she sees it, and she wants that. She wants them to be able to look after themselves. So being willing to stand up for themselves is good in her eyes. So I think she would probably let that go. Maybe it's just a, a way for her to sort of justify not feeling too shitty about not being involved and not being able to help out for that stuff. But, yeah, boss is boss. Quiet tears is kind of rolling. Is she going between, like... Looking miserable and smiling at things that she's seeing. Finally, she swipes away on her comlink and puts the thumb drive away and put her comlink away. And she looks down at the water. It's, you know, this dark, kind of murky, slowly flowing water that's running past below her. And she sees a reflection of a murky smog covered moon. And she looks up and she sighs feeling a little sorry for herself. And she, she says, uh, Hey, Ma. I guess we haven't talked in a while. Not since, not since the day we put you in the ground. (laughs) You always were the kind of person who believed you could talk to angels and maybe me not so much. But sure as I'm standing here, I'm sure that if there are angels up there, you're one of them now. If you are up there and today you saw me do something terrible. Someone I cared about was in trouble and I made a decision, Ma, killed a man today. I'm not even sure it was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> I suppose maybe you'd understand. You, you would have fought the devil himself tooth and nail to protect us. I don't know how I got here, Ma. <laughs> Who am I kidding? You've been telling me all my life that I had to stop running from things. If I kept running, I'd run myself right into deeper trouble. Sure enough, here I am. I'm not running anymore. I ran from you. I ran from my schooling. I ran from my kids. I ran myself into a whole new family. And for better or worse, I have to look after these people. I hope at the very least you're proud of me for that, if nothing else. Because you won't be proud of what comes next. I don't think I can stand the shame of you seeing what becomes of me. And she uh looks at the whiskey in her hand and she tips it over the railing. And she just watches as the golden liquid just pours down into the water. And she looks back up at the sky, and she says, Ma, I don't think we're going to talk again, but I miss you, and I'm sorry. And with that, she flicks her cigarette into the water, and she walks back into the night.
0: The camera pans up to one last time up at the moon with that reflected, smoggy white light kind of coming back in. And in the distance, we hear a wolf howl, and then that same light transitions into a fading white light. As Chuck begins to regain consciousness, and what does he see in front of him?
2: Chuck wakes up. He's uh, a little confused.
0: Bright lights.
2: An operating room or something. He's not entirely sure. And he looks over to his left, and he sees Mary Sue sitting in a chair. His first thought is, where did she get that shirt? He actually uh, starts talking, and, uh, where am I? He mumbles quietly. And then again, a little louder, uh, what's going on?
0: What you hear, Mary Sue, is more akin to us. gone.
3: Mary Sue will come out of her uh, daze, and she'll look up at uh, Chuck laying in the bed, and she'll jump up, get right alongside, grab his hand and arm on his shoulder, and, and say, oh, Chuck, everything's fine. You're going to be just fine. Everything's great. Um, A little, a little adjustment. But just don't worry. Just... Just relax and you and stay here as long as you need to and and yeah it, it everything's good. And she'll start stroking his head. Just 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 relax, you've you've got to rest, okay? Smiling.
2: Uh, okay. O- okay. Where am I? Probably comes up more of a uh Um Uh
4: Hey buddy, how you feel? Uh
2: um I feel different.
4: That is accurate. Yeah. That is an accurate feeling. You should have that.
3: RC. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should take it a little slowly?
4: Sure. So I'm still staring at him.
2: Chuck looks over to his hand, and he's just staring intently at this metal hand that he now has with a confused look on his face. He's not saying anything, just staring.
4: Like, have you ever heard the story of Humpty Dumpty?
2: Uh, RC. I've heard of it. it, yeah,
4: yeah, well, all the King's horses and all the king's men didn't have advanced degrees in neurobiology and cybernetics.
2: uh
3: um chuck, what r c is so indelicately trying to say is that we we had to do some special procedures in order to um fix the damage done to your body after you decided to jump on that grenade
2: i I jumped on a grenade.
3: You don't. Yeah, remember?
2: That's, that's how I felt, man.
3: It's very brave of you to do that to save RC.
4: Yeah, that's a, that's Our... a bro fist, buddy. I'm to the bro fist.
2: It's not a very smooth motion, but he takes his right arm, lifts it up, and tries to bro fist back, but misses.
4: Yeah, you'll, you got it there, buddy. You got it. You're, you're, you'll, you'll get there.
2: Okay. Um, I'm, um, I'm hungry.
4: A little sandwich. Maybe some what? 10W30. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, Recovery.
3: Um, let me go see what I can find you. Um, RC, do you, do you want to just stay with him and try to be comforting? I've got this. Thank you. And Mary Sue will just squeeze again on his shoulder and she'll leave the room to go find him something to eat. I'll just go find a doctor and ask what to get him.
4: We'll wait for that door to close before I continue talking. Yeah. So, man, dude. What? Who are you? I mean, do you remember doing that? Uh,
2: no. I remember opening my trunk, taking out this. Oh, those clowns. Yeah. And I was going to, I was going to cut a clown with the sword. Yeah. It's, it's a little foggy. Um, I bet. I mean,
4: you took a pretty good hit there, man. You just held a grenade.
2: Yeah. I remember all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mary Sue was in trouble. And then she was shirtless. And then it's all just hazy.
4: Yeah, that's good. Because, I mean, you know, I'm glad you don't remember. I, I sure do. It is, it is stamped in my mind, along with parts of, you know, you into my shirt. Because that was, you know, I, I'm never going to do that. I appreciate it. It was a very cool thing. And I know you did it for, for Mary Sue. That's cool. That, I mean, that that was just crazy. I mean, that's why you're here. had you to get a little work done. You got a little messed up. kill it like. A guy, you know, the the before guy in a commercial for Heartburn. You know, chest just not great.
2: Uh, uh Uh-huh. I, um, okay.
4: You're a robot, dude. There you go. Deal with this reality. This is the new thing. Check it out. Uh
2: Uh-huh. He, like, lowers the sheets that he has on him. And he has his pretty cheap quality metal arm, metal torso, and metal leg. I don't think he lowers the sheets. That far that he can see all his junk and everything, but um he's just dumbfounded in shock, not saying really much at all, more just like glazed eyes. It's pretty good. It looks it looks good, man. Uh, what hospital am I at? I think I should call my mom.
4: Yeah, uh, that'd be a good phone call. We should probably do that. Yeah, you're not you're not really in the hospital. Uh, you see, it happened so fast. You know, you were so blown up that we had to get you to somewhere. And they can work on you very quickly. We knew some people and those people kind of hooked you up. Like literally, they okay. actually hooked you all together.
2: Oh, okay. Where's my calm link? I mean,
4: Where's hell, it they may have put one in around? there, but, uh, I mean, I can, I can, I can, put it on my list of things to do. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. Well, we'll just right now just rest, man. You just need to chill out, just relax. you know, you know, just, just, you know, just lay there, get your feet out of my, you know, under you or whatnot. Just.
2: We'll do that later. Okay. Kind of lays back down, staring at his hand until and Mary Sue comes back.
3: Mary Sue will come back in with just like a little pureed food pouch all they have to give him. Uh Pip, Chuck, this, this is what they said you could have right now. It'll be a, it'll be a little while before you could um eat real food again. Um but just just a couple days. And she'll hand it to him, open it up and just Show them that you just have to suck it out of the little pouch. Easy peasy.
2: Chuck takes a quick sip of it and then makes a disgusted face after tasting it. And, uh, uh, they do have bad hospital food. I guess that is a trope for a reason.
3: Uh, will kind of look at RC, a little confused. Yeah, um, hospital food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel?
2: Um, confused. And I think I'm getting nauseous.
3: Oh, um, quickly look around for something. If you're going to evacuate here, confused—that's understandable. I'm sure, memory loss. I'm sure is common after jumping
2: on a grenade. Um, are you sure I did that? I—it's not something I would do.
4: Well, it, it you, looked like you. It did. It looked like uh, you. you. You did.
3: We were all very surprised. Uh, you, yeah, um. I mean, I was distracted, but when I turned to look for you, when I, you know, we were getting ready to leave, it was clearly you jumping on a canister that then exploded. And then we had to carry you out and we threw you in our van and, and we brought you to the hospital wow. where they did what they needed to do to, to keep you alive. And I'm sure you've noticed there's been some minor changes.
4: So I'm just going to shift wide-eyed
2: temerously with that one. Yeah. Changes.
3: Um, she'll start kind of biting her lip and she'll sit on the bed next to him and take his hand. So Chuck, um, these changes, they, um, well, they don't come cheap. And, um, well, I I knew some people that were willing to, to cover the cost as a favor so we could keep you alive in return though just kind of look at rc maybe for a little help
4: zero percent
2: chuck is actually slowly nodding off asleep
3: she'll squeeze his hand kind of shake him a little bit uh chuck mm-hmm. um chuck you're gonna have to do a little uh you're gonna have to work off this um all the work that was done to you mm-hmm. and you know um samaria sue's frantic like she's got to get his attention back. Um. Maybe we can talk about it at the movies Friday.
2: Movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um,
3: yes. You wanted to go see the,
2: the Revengers. The Revengers.
3: Yes. Yes. We can go to the movies and at the movies, I'll, I'll, I could tell you a little bit more about, um, the arrangement that's been made and, and, you know, how long it's going to take you to, to, to kind of work. Office debt, and maybe you know a little bit of what the jobs are you're gonna to have to do.
2: Okay, I'm going on a date, sounds good.
4: Uh, Is no, just uh, we're just exactly. gonna That's go Exactly. You know what? He's right, got- you know what? He's had, he's had a rough day, he's had a rough day. Okay, all right, all right, Chuck. Plus, I'm kind of hungry, and we need to get some snacks. All right, I mean, we didn't get the snacks before, I'm not going back there.
3: All right, Chuck, why don't you go to sleep, and I'll come visit you. I'll come visit you in a few hours, okay?
1: Mm-hmm. RC like drifting asleep.
4: He is so screwed.
3: R.C., shut up. Come on. Get out of the room.
1: Okay. He's like super though.
3: <laughs> Drag R.C. behind her. Get out of the room. They didn't Make look bad. Shuts. You know? They put him, you know. Well, what did they do? Uh, I didn't want to see everything. How much is him, and how much is not him? Whew.
4: Uh, I mean, quick glance, it was—he's
0: yeah, a key. What player.
3: percentage of his body is shiny?
0: Yeah, I'll ask that. How much was clearly metallic in nature? I believe that's an answer for Chuck.
2: His whole right side and then his torso is cybered.
4: So his uh, his his whole chest,
2: his whole chest, back, right arm, right leg.
4: Well, Marisu, I would say somewhere around the seventy five percent mark. Oh my god. Yeah. It was uh, you know, metallic in nature. So let's, let's go with that. Seventy five percent as far as work can tell, I don't know. But I mean,
0: you know, everything on the right side is just been completely replaced.
4: She's gonna look around,
3: where's the doctor?
0: The doctor is likely out back or something along those lines smoking a cigarette.
3: She's just gonna start looking around and Go back outside, try to find him. March up to him.
0: Yep. I feel like it is dramatically the time as Boz is coming back, you are exiting the, like, back door right into her.
1: Boz is walking kind of quickly up the alleyway. She's still smoking. When she sees Mary bang the door open, she steps back out of the way from the swinging door and looks at her and her eyes are redder than normal and she's got a little bit of a hint of the smell of whiskey on her, but she, she looks calmer than she was. And she just asks, Is your boy gonna be all right?
3: Mary Sue, take a step back and just look at Boss and take that scene in. Uh, He's, he's not my boy. Number one. Number two, he's, he's gonna live. And number three, are you okay?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a okay. Just needed to clear my head a little bit. I'm fine. Thank you. She doesn't Uh. super look fine, but she sounds sincere.
3: Mary Sue will start to take a step going toward that doctor, and she'll stop, and she'll look at Boss and not really look at her, but just have her head lean toward her and thank you for what you did back there.
1: Boss smiles a little bit, and she nods, and she says, it's fine. I'm sorry I said I wouldn't help you next time. I always got your back.
3: And if I get infected, I promise I'll eat
1: RC first. If you get infected, I'm sure we'll be helping you out for a long time.
3: Mary Sue will walk toward that doctor. Now, to get that conversation done.
4: In the interim, R.C. is called up the St. Domino to provide some machine assistance.
3: I mean, Sue's just going to walk up to the doctor. She'll just, excuse me, I have some questions about my friend in there.
0: He will grind out a cigarette on the wall and reach under his coat for a hip flask. And then give you a nod as he takes a pull from the flask.
3: How extensive were his injuries? Was it necessary to do all of that replacement?
0: He will raise an eyebrow as he goes and puts the flask back. Would you rather him not have an arm, leg, and have his insides be outsides?
3: What I'm trying to make sure is that you're not padding a bill. Was it necessary for you to do all of that replacement?
0: If you're going to be like that. I'll take it back. You crawled into my shop with a wreck of a man and wanted me to put him back together. He's going to come up close to you. And you can smell the alcohol in his breath. It's not exactly identifiable as to what kind, but here he is drinking pretty bad. Buzz, but she you can see this happening, right? Unless she went inside.
1: No, I think she slowly is strolling over. She hasn't gotten there yet, but as she sees the doctor step up to Mary Sue, She makes eye contact with the doctor, and I think she's going to quietly try to intimidate him without Mary Sue necessarily knowing she's doing it. Give him the stare down, come over to the shoulder.
0: Less stepping up aggressively, more like standing up straight. All right, that's how it's going to be?
1: She's making her presence known.
0: You will hear the sound of that intro growl when a dog starts to get pissed off. You'll hear that in the background as your attention is focused on this guy. Do you have anything to say to that, Mary Sue?
3: No. As he steps up to her and she hears that. that oh, Mary Sue sound. doesn't hear it. Okay. Well, the guy steps up to her, though. And he's kind of the words you crawled in. She didn't take kindly to that. So now she's getting a little angry. So I think I'm going to ask one more time. And I'll tell. Them. I'm going to ask you one more time. Did you pad the bill? And then I'm going to roll my judge intentions on that question.
0: So with three hits, you can tell that he is getting super grumpy because he is a tired, cranky old man that doesn't like dealing with people. So I'm going to assume that as you have been asking the price of the bill, he's given you some kind of bill, so you know how much money he's looking for. Or you could take it a bit of a guess. Two hits on your cyber tech skill. You have the idea that this is probably going to run somewhere in the area of 40 to 50,000 million, new depending upon the specifics. Guy. Yeah. yeah, that's like the new though. He's going to move to step to the side of you. You're not paying for it anyway. You got your boyfriend to pay for it.
3: Mary Sue will cut him off. Get right up in his face. It is not my boyfriend. It is my gang.
0: Oh, shit. Boss, you want to throw that intimidation assist? Archie's going to say, well, I'm glad you're finally admitting it.
3: d to you. You better shut your mouth.
0: Okay. This is this loud enough so that he can actually hear it wherever it is?
3: Oh, it got loud.
0: Okay. All right, so with 11 successes on 14 dice, Richard inside, you're going to hear Mary Sue get loud with a, it's my gang, and Valentine is going to look up from his comlink link out the back door, and you're going to see a little smirk come up on his face. Like, man, you better do what she says. <laughs> Crazy, man. Outside, you guys might hear the small sound of water hitting the ground, and a little bit of a damp spot on his pants and the briefest whiff of urine, he will fold like a house of cards under your intensity. It's like, no, I'm I'm sorry. Look, it's... And he'll just turn into a mess and more or less explain that he did what he had to do. He used what he had on hand. Sure, it's not the best stuff, but it's affordable. Is there anything else you want to get out of this guy?
1: Discount.
3: Yep. I want a discount.
0: Sure. Sure. That'll be a thing that happens that you don't know anything about. Cause you on the hook for a favor.
3: I know I'm on the hook for a favor, but it doesn't matter. I want this guy to know.
0: While that's going down, balls, you will hear the grr, bark, bark, grr of a canine in your kind of periphery as she's getting loud.
1: Buzz sort of starts to like, kind of look around for the source of the sound. Cause it might be important.
0: You don't see anything that resembles that of a canine. And it's kind of hard to place where you heard the sound. It's, Kind of just like that thing you hear on the periphery of your hearing, and maybe that's the reason why you only offered up one die of intimidation assistance because you're just kind of distracted.
1: Yeah, anyone looking at her, would be like, "Where's she looking for?"
0: If you don't stop him, he will scamper back inside, find his little office, and close and shut the door.
3: No, I'll let him go. Marisu, do
4: you have like a plan of any kind at all?
3: Marisu will walk back in and uh, find RC and I. Go to Valentine. She needs to talk to Valentine, too.
0: Sure. You just have a conversation with him there in the room?
3: Uh, in the waiting room. Okay. Yeah. Mary Sue needs to find out what the terms are so she can explain it to Chuck.
0: Right. So as you come back in, he'll put his comic away and stand up and come over to comfort you in some fashion. Because, you know, you were being loud. Like, hey, mm-hmm. hey you all right?
3: Oh, perfectly fine. Just talking to the doctor, coming to, uh, you know... Terms on the bill.
0: <laughs> I heard.
3: <laughs> There's going to be a discount.
0: His smile will droop for just a second. Big smile to medium smile. Like, yeah. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear he's willing to, to save us a couple of new hmm
3: So, you know, I hope that counts for something, you know, when uh, you and I sit down and we figure out what the terms are. When yeah. Chuck has you guys bet
0: he'll reach up behind the back of his head and like scratch at his head and he's like yeah no uh, as soon as as soon as i find out what they're gonna what the what the guys need points up as though the people above him need done i'll be happy to pass that along they're they got some ideas they're working on it
3: i'm assuming rc and boss are there and she's going to grab valentine's hand take him to a corner of the room and quietly talk to him and say all right so you guys have done this before How does this usually work? You got to give me some kind of info. I have to explain it to him.
0: So we're going to cut him a check, as it were. We're going to pay for this. And then, well, he's going to need to do us a favor. Maybe not like a Detroit-sized favor, but, you know, something.
3: Just a favor. Just a something?
0: Well, you know, it's... Shadowrunner teams are expensive, and you know getting getting a team on the hook for like 30 grand is is pretty good.
3: What do you what do you mean getting a team on the hook? Uh
0: and he's going to look beat red and at this point Richard you're going to get a little ping on your comlink, and a little drone is going to fly down outside the shop that's a delivery pizza. Oh sweet. Uh, y'all, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind have a tense situation, I got just a, just a remedy. I'll be right back.
3: Are you telling me we're all on the hook for this?
0: Look, I don't know what they're going to want done. All right, if it's something that he can do by himself, that's on him. But if it's something that they bring up to him as like, hey, this is what you owe us for saving your life, you know, I'm sorry? I don't know what you want me to do. You're
4: sorry? Are you
3: fracking kidding me? I I, I go to you for help, and you do the, You just throw me to them, and now I... You, oh. Oh, my God. I... You called me in it, the middle I'm of done, nowhere. I'm going home. Goodbye. Can, she just leaves. No, she walks away.
0: He's going to try and grab for your hand to so pull you back into this, so you feel the very slightest bit of his hand kind of grab for your wrist, kind of, like, hold you back as you storm out the door, which... The scene in my mind is you guys having this fight, Richard gone out to get his pizza, and as he opens the door to come back in with his pizza, you go storming out it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You want some pizza?
1: Boz is still just sort of standing in the middle of the room after having observed this, and she just has her arms crossed over her chest, and she's like looking back and forth like ping-pong eyes between Valentine and Mary Sue as she's storming out.
4: Is Mary Sue out? It's just me, Valentine, and Boz? Well, I'll leave for five seconds, and y'all piss off Mary Sue. I mean, admittedly, it's kind of a low bar recently. To be fair, R.C., you should probably be pissed off, too. I'm alive, and I have pizza. And I'm not the one on the hospital bed, you know, <laughs> with half my body made of steel and, and, and silicon. I am pizza? Got Want some pizza? Got this guy's going really
1: to this, this ask you to work for free, and you're going to give him some pizza. Wait, what? Yeah, let's talk outside. Oh. And Buzz walks
0: past R.C., Gets the door and steps out. You don't get any pizza. No pizza for you, Valentine. He was reaching for the pizza, and there was that look of confusion on his face from you coming in, and you kind of, like, offering a pizza, and you are him in this conversation with Boz as you kind of, like, turn at him, like, reaching for him, like, A-da. and then you're like, no pizza, and you leave the pizza, and he's just like, uh-uh? We, we will sort this out. Let me confirm ourselves, says
1: What does Mary Sue do? Because, like, Boz is, like, five seconds behind her.
3: She's in the van, or okay. by the van, or if she can get in the van, she's in the van. She's fuming. She's pissed.
1: She's yanking on the locked door. Yeah, open but just, the door! <laughs> open the door! That's me. Why am I supposed to work free? Why are you
4: supposed to work free? He, he jumped on a grenade. R.C., did he didn't jump on a grenade?
3: I know that, R.C. But Apparently, when I asked Valentine for the favor, I thought it would just be Chuck that would just pay back the financial debt. That's not how it's gonna work. They feel they have a Shadowrunner team on the hook for 30k. So we have to do a thing for them. Hopefully just a thing for them. We don't have to. Hopefully not many things. Oh, we're just gonna go and just take on the entire Ancients organization?
1: We can renegotiate. You had no problem renegotiating with, uh, Morgana. (gasps)
3: Hmm. Maybe I can get Organa to take over that contract. As much as I hate her, I really no, don't we, we, want to be indebted to low-life gangers.
4: While we're thinking this out, I require snacks. We should all eat. We need We need okay, Here, pizza, then pizza, let's pizza, go. pizza, pizza,
3: pizza, Oh, fine. What is on this pizza?
4: It's pepperoni and jalapenos.
3: It's disgusting.
4: It's amazing. You know what? It's delicious. Eat the pizza.
3: No, you can't. It's
4: just, just petty.
3: Can I just get a ride home? I just yeah, want to go yeah. home. Climb in my bed and go to sleep and forget about this horrible day. Wake up tomorrow, go see Morgana, who I love so much, so we can get paid.
1: Yeah, this whole thing feels like a tomorrow kind of problem.
4: Yeah, yes. I'm gonna go say I'm gonna say a word, Valentine. What? And and then I will yeah, we'll, Val- we'll go. go
3: talk to Valentine. What?
4: Let well, you, I mean you, him. do him. Off to him. And, what does that have to do with me? No, your craziness is contained in your own personal sphere of space. Okay? Did you just call you me contained? crazy? You got close to the line back there. You're flirting over the bit of the craziness. You're going off. What? You're like threatening people with your ganginess. There was some air
2: quotes right. in there.
3: that drunk doctor, and I use that term loosely, was rude to me. And he needed to be put in his place. And I did that. I have a quick word. and We'll go. All right, fine. Go, go have, quick have your way. quick word so we go.
4: Oh, okay.
1: RC, just remember who you're talking to, alright? This isn't some guy from work. This is a gang member. Probably holds grudges, so just watch
0: yourself. <laughs> I got this. I got this. So i go back inside with some pizza. Hey, Vontai, we're about to kick out. He's going to look up after holding his head. He's taking some sixth-world Advil that he got from the nurse that's just kind of there. Looks up to you like, yeah.
4: First of all, Mary Sue didn't want the pizza, so I will <laughs> leave this here for you as a token of goodwill. It's delicious. So it's, it's pepperoni and jalapenos. He's like, oh, that's, oh, that's my favorite. Fruit. See, it, cause it's delicious. Everyone's favorite. It should be. Anyway, so I've heard some things from Mary Sue. I'm exhausted. I finally got some food. I'm getting out of here. Um, hey, you fixed that crazy kid up. I hope it works out. Uh, I understand we're going to have to tell you something tonight. That sucks,
0: but we'll talk about that later. With a mouthful of pizza, yeah. Uh, call me and, and come by the house, and we'll we'll talk about things.
4: Okay. Just so you know, like I don't, I don't like you, and I'm probably never going to. But Mary Susan and this anxious thing, and so I guess you know we're friends. I have to deal with it. You seem all right, so I'm trying to extend this token of goodwill. And uh, just know if you screw us over, I'm going to kill you. And if I don't, if you kill me first, she's it's going to be worse because you see how she is. I'm just saying that's. Have fun with that, by the way.
0: Came back in here to give me pizza and threaten me?
4: No, I mean, don't, obviously, if you try to... Not normally. Like, if you kill me, if you go for... It's status... I just don't trust you. I mean, shit, do you trust me?
0: It, it's been a long day, Richard. Let's just...
4: There yeah. you go. Enjoy uh, the pizza.
0: I'm out. just agree to bond over pizza, and, and that'll be that.
4: that
0: we're not going to do that, but you can have the pizza. The pizza box closed, so does the camera on this, and we move on to, uh, what may be the next day? Do you want me to go with this? Like I mean
1: I mean I just shot a run. <laughs>
0: like obviously I'm not gonna go super dark because they are kids, but at the same time it's like how how terrible do you want their life to be that you are walking away from?
1: I have no idea. Like how bad could it be? I mean, how bad do I want to feel?
0: Pretty bad, really. I mean if you want her to feel pretty bad, I can we can go a little bit harder on making her feel bad. A lot of surface level stuff like that, there is deeper stuff if you want to keep reading or if you want to save some of it for later.
1: I think I mean you should probably. I don't want to like keep coming back to this, I guess, so if you have anything that you want to dump
0: on me now's probably the time. <laughs> I guess the big the big key points here are
3: she'll leave the room to go find him something to eat. I don't even know what he can eat anymore. does he even have a stomach? <laughs>
0: So, yeah, you answered
4: my question, right? <laughs> I think it's like putting Freon into a car. So, there's a port. You have a port just, there, right?
3: I'll just go find a doctor and ask what to get him.
1: Yeah. We'll wait for that door to, cl- to close before I continue talking. I don't know if he could eat, but he could definitely probably strain some noodles through him because of all the holes.
4: Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, <laughs>
4: heart-ridden RP law. He got fucked
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm not here. <laughs> Continue. Oh, uh, what hospital am I at? I think I should call my mom.
4: Yeah, uh, that'd be a good phone call. We should probably do that. I, I forgot the name. Do, do we have the name of the hospital?
2: It's not hmm. a
3: hospital.
4: Oh yeah, it was like some. What was it? There was some random mm-hmm. guy that. So you it uh, was a creepy
1: basement doctor
3: it's <laughs> a less creepy doctor
4: <laughs> Mr. okay
3: how much is him and how much is not him uh
4: I mean quick glance it was uh, uh mr d uh mr g m does my extensive experience in mechanical uh knowledge
1: give me any
0: answer to this question do you actually Ballpark have ranks in, in cyber technology or
1: uh, nope. I don't think any of this stuff is industrial technology.
0: <laughs> he, he is not a toaster or radiator or. As far air. as you
1: know, I mean, he
4: could have. He could have. He could have got the uh, you know the higher trip level. This is true. <laughs> he doubles as a fork.
0: Yeah, he's a key. What a
3: percentage of his body is shiny? It is not my boyfriend. It is my gang.
0: Oh shit, boss! You want to throw that uh that intimidation assist from the like over the shoulder? Stink eyeing <laughs> that I know you're doing. Sure I can roll that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Archie's gonna say, Well, I'm glad you're finally admitting it <laughs> From somewhere he just has like
3: DNI to you, you better shut your mouth.
0: Okay. <laughs> just loud enough so that he can actually hear it. <laughs> Green lady is scary.
3: So I get to add one die. Yes. Okay. Boom.
1: Boom.
0: <laughs> oh <sighs> fuck.
1: That is amazing. I've never seen a roll like that.
0: All right. So with 11 successes on 14 dice, holy shit. So Mm -hmm. think of it as like a metal Ziploc bag holding all of his insides (laughs) inside.
1: Okay. Oh, my God. It's unpleasant.
0: I'd rather not do that.
4: I don't want to. Yeah. (laughs) It's pepperoni and jalapenos.
1: It's disgusting.
4: It's amazing. You know what? It's delicious. Eat the pizza. No,
1: you can't. It's
4: just, just petty.
1: So you put, should have put some dandelions on there
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's pretty good. He's funny. Sorry. See, Sorry. It's, it's, that's, that's the bit of icing on this otherwise shit sandwich of a day. Like if you kill me, if you go for,
0: it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a status. I'm joking about words <laughs> here, Like I've done it. Don't try and kill me. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh tell your friends! You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to journal on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vatamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever...